0: Yeah, I think we yeah. are live. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Gabi.
1: Thank you. Hi, Mateus.
0: Hello, Hi, Gabi. How are you doing?
1: Very excited for this last episode.
0: Ex- <laughs> good, good. Are you? And why are you excited for this last episode?
1: Because we saved the best to- for the end. We we're discussing about something today that I believe is the 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 common interest of everyone who is in our community, all of our alpinists, yeah.
0: Uh-huh, interesting. English
1: teachers, yeah. the English teachers that are watching us or that follow us on Instagram.
0: Excellent, yeah. excellent. So we will be discussing today, guys, about this idea of um being fluent overnight. So what exactly this this means? <laughs> The question that we will be tackling uh, is uh, concerns. um, Can we, in fact, develop the language through a magical formula that allows us the possibility to uh, effortlessly or uh, really quickly in a matter of a week or two weeks uh, make us fluent or Are there secrets to learn the language that are sometimes promised? And so today we will be uh, uh, grasping with, we will be tackling these reflections, yes, of what exactly um, is fluency and how we can develop. Would you like, Gabi, to make some initial considerations?
1: Yes. Uh I, I would like to ask you a question, but before I think it's really important. I'm curious to know who is watching us right now. Uh-huh. So if, if you are an English teacher, please comment in the live chat. Go here and type English teacher. Or if you are an English openist, you can type opinist. Uh if you are neither of those, you are n- neither an English teacher nor an opinist, you can say uh, i'm uh I, I, I don't know what can you say <laughs>
0: I'm a person
1: I'm a person uh, I don't know my, I'm tell us where you are from yeah, this is really important to your name and where you are from that's enough. Uh, please let us know here in excellent. in the chat in the comments
0: excellent
1: and, and the question that I want to ask you to introduce us to this reflection and to begin trying to answer this question: Can someone get fluent overnight? Is somehow taking you back some years ago? Maybe, uh, Mateus, do you remember the day that you became fluent?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, that's a uh, in-, in English, <laughs> yeah. Yes, fluent in English. Uh Um, Well, that's a very good question.
1: Was there a day? uh,
0: Yeah, I I wouldn't say that there was like a a day that I woke up and now I uh, (laughs) am. Yesterday I was non-fluent, and today I woke up fluent. It's more of a um, um, of a period, right? Of a some specific because if I look back I can remember some moments mm-hmm. some years ago in 2015 I guess six years ago mm-hmm. that I I had leaps yes I had leaps of fluency that I saw in um, few months that I have progressed um, considerably yes but there was mm-hmm. no specific day. <laughs> because it is a is a gradual process
1: exactly, exactly. And that's what I was expecting you to tell me that it was not overnight that you felt that like one day you wake up and, oh my God, I woke up fluent in English, yeah, It was a gradual process. And today i I believe we will be uh, collaborating to exemplify what happened to us in our processes, my process of becoming fluent, your process of becoming fluent, uh, telling the alpinists, telling everyone who's watching us uh, what they can feel during this process, right? What are the signs of uh, achieving fluency? What can, what can make you realize that you are becoming fluent in English, that you are on the right way.
0: Exactly. So, without further ado, let's begin. Just a word of of, um, reflection. Today, we will be going until, uh, I believe, 1 in 45, guys, 1 in 50. So, that will be, I believe, the duration of our life. My first question, then, for you, Gabi, is... Um, connected with the definition or the nature of fluency because people, they want to become fluent, but they do not know exactly what that means. Yes? So, (laughs) uh, that's my question to you. Um, Can you elaborate for us the definition of fluency? Yes. Uh, Well,
1: fluent means that you can uh, you can flow yes it comes from this word of of you are you are flowing you don't have to stop and think about in the moments that you are communicating you don't have to stop and think about what you're going to say next uh, uh, like pausing yeah hesitating so much to choose which words you want or which structures you want to use, yeah, you, you just, you just say it, yeah, you just uh, express yourself uh, using grammar, u- using grammar correctly, using uh, a wide range of vocabulary, and your pronunciation is clear. Yeah, I believe that is to be fluent. It's not to speak correctly, it's mm-hmm. not to speak perfect English.
0: Uh-huh. so uh, are you saying that fluent people commit mistakes in the language?
1: a lot, a lot of mistakes oh my God. native English speakers make mistakes. People who have English as their second language and are fluent already, they will make mistakes. I will make mistakes. You will make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes
0: exactly. It's part of the process, right? making mistakes and, can you tell us, Gabi, um, today how do you see the importance of English? Is English? connected with one specific region, uh, with one specific country, or has English become something else?
1: English has become a world widely spoken language. Uh, in the especially in the last decades, it, it has been uh, spreading more and more as it is the language for uh, uh, scientific, it's a scientific language. It, you can you can see English nowadays is spoken for more than 60 countries around the world. It's no, sorry, I, I think it's about fifty 50 something, mm-hmm. 56 countries around the world. Not only as their official and first language, but as especially as their second language,
0: and what this what are the consequences of this um, overflowing of English to the, to different parts of the world and not being exclusively a geographically limited language?
1: I mean, it opens doors, yeah, it opens many doors for uh this globalized world in which we live uh, and i think i think we couldn't have become so globalized as we are right now without having english as a as an as a universal language nowadays if you if you want you can take university courses having english as your second language universities from everywhere every every country they can offer you some online courses. You can take online courses in English. You can work abroad remotely as some of our Alpinists are already doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it, it opens many, many doors. And for for the people who have not yet started learning English, I think they don't yet realize that
2: mm-hmm. because
1: it, you, all, you only realize... How English will, um, will
2: um, benefit? Will you, yeah,
1: yeah. We'll make will create more opportunities for you as a, I mean, professionally or for your personal life. You only realize how rich this is after you become taking after you begin taking the first steps. I mean,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you begin to feel the the many the many things that begin to show in front of you like oh my god i am i'm making friends with people in india or or i'm (laughs) you know uh yesterday i was um i was having a coffee at a cafeteria and i could understand people talking in english and and i came and approached them and started talking so now we're friends and they are from I don't know Switzerland or uh-huh. something. It's really, it's really amazing how English can unite people all around the world.
0: Excellent. And uh, um now, following to the next reflection, can you describe what is the difference between being fluent and being accurate? What is the difference between fluency and accuracy?
1: All right. I believe. If you are a teacher, you have already heard about accuracy. If you are studying English, probably this is a this is a non-known term. So, accuracy is the ability of using English correctly. I mean, um, you 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 can make yourself understood, but more than that, you can make yourself understood because you respect the rules uh, of the language. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you you You
0: abide by the the rules.
1: Yeah. And these are different things. These are totally different things. Uh, Your level of fluency can sometimes be uh, a lot higher than your level of accuracy. And what happens in this case is that you will flow, you will speak Fluidly, and you will not stop to think so much about what you're going to say next, which words you're using, about your pronunciation, etc. You are just flowing speaking, but in uh, meanwhile, your accuracy is not that high, so you commit many, many mistakes and it's hard to understand you sometimes.-huh
0: in the you opposite can happen. Yeah, can you explain uh what is the framework <laughs> of the opposite? And how it happens?
1: Yeah, the opposite will happen if you are too much aware of grammatical rules. Yeah, You you studied a lot, you know a lot of the grammar rules in English, you know that you cannot use this with that, that you cannot uh, forget about that when you talk about uh, future, you cannot forget about this thing, or, or you always need to conjugate the verb this or that way, but your fluency level is not that high, and you get stuck, yeah, you, you, you get too much aware of the grammatical rules, and you have all the ideas in your mind, but you cannot stop thinking about the rules, and you cannot communicate so well. You you feel um, blocked, yeah, in, in in your communication, you feel that you are... Uh, speaking slowly, Mm -hmm. or you are taking too much time to communicate.
0: And what do you recommend for both cases? First, uh, the person that uh, presents fluidity, but very low accuracy, so the person stumbles around the sentence, the person uh, speaks a lot, but everything is poorly conjugated, uh, repetitive vocabulary. So, what do you recommend for this first situation?
1: For this first situation, when when you when you speak fast, yeah, yeah, you and...
0: you present fluidity but uh-huh. low accuracy.
1: Okay, uh, I I guess this would be interesting to take some time, so, to dedicate time to study grammar rules and practice using the grammar, the uh, rules that you study, speaking, writing. Uh, you can have a friend or your teacher review your texts in English. You can use, um, uh, you can speak first and then write. This is something that we mentioned Mm -hmm. in the, in the previous episodes of this series. And for you who has not watched it, you can still watch, okay? You can just go back and watch the previous episodes. Uh, but I mean, to find this balance, right? Uh-huh. You're, you're going to use the fluency you've got to try to equiperate, yeah, to try to balance the accuracy, mm-hmm. uh, focusing on, on on the structure, mm-hmm. on the pronunciation, on the structure, expanding your vocabulary with um uh, if you study for if you study vocabulary with context that can help a lot for example oh this week i will study about uh traveling so you focus on that that week or that month i don't know and you can Uh, Acquire lots of new words, lots of new vocabulary, synonyms Mm -hmm. to say what you want and and
0: practice. And what do you suggest for the second case, which the person is very self-aware of mistakes and the person prioritizes accuracy, but the fluency um, remains unguarded, remains... Disprotected remains (laughs) um, um, sensible in the uh, uh, remains latent exactly. So uh, the person knows the grammar rules, so prioritizes accuracy, but then ends up forgetting about fluency. How can this person improve this situation?
1: Well, this is this is sometimes connected to. Previous to previous, um, I wouldn't say traumas, but the previous experience mm-hmm. you have had learning, sometimes the, the method that you have been submitted to is a lot traditional and it makes you believe that making mistakes are wrong. So it's more like a psychological work that you we are doing last time uh, last last episode of this series no I believe in another another life before these this series of lives we have recommended uh, people not to give a damn
0: exactly <laughs> not to say a bad word we say not, not to
1: say a bad word because YouTube can cancel us yeah, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> not not to give a damn.
1: Not to give a damn, I mean...
0: Not to give the F word.
1: Not to give the F, yeah. Just forget about what others will think. Other people are not judging your English, unless you are in a situation of evaluation. For example, if you are submitting a test, like a proficiency test, or a test to, to, to apply for a job position, Sometimes you will be in this situation of being evaluated, right? But, um, otherwise, people who, who you are talking to uh, in a friendly way, in a, in a, I mean, not at work, I mean, they, they will not be judging your, your English, yeah, how, so, uh-huh. how long you take to formulate your ideas. They are Genuinely interested to listen from you. And they really want to understand you. Uh So if they don't, they will ask you to elaborate more. And that is the process. I mean, you try first. Try first. If it doesn't go well, if it doesn't work, the interlocutor, yeah, the people who you are talking to will let you know. Uh I'm sorry, did you? I, I don't know if I understand what you say. And then, you have the opportunity to, to try again.
0: Hmm. Interesting. So, this would be your suggestions for these two cases. And it's, uh, we see that this priorization, uh, this um, um, importance given to uh, accuracy can also backfire and set off a chain reaction of self-criticism, which is yeah. not so positive.
1: Yeah, only you yourself is judging your performance. And that can be terrible. That can be terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, last night, I will I will open to everyone. Last night, I dreamed that we were live here. I dreamed of this. And I I consider this was a kind of a bad dream. Because uh, I dreamed that... I had lost my fluency. Yes, I dreamed that the moment we went live, I I, I forgot how to speak fluently in English. <laughs> I simply forgot, and then I got that sensation that many of our many of students have, and sometimes our alpinists come to us feeling like that. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I have all the ideas in my mind. I I, I just cannot find the words to express it in uh, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: in a in a
0: clear way
1: in a no in a short time uh-huh. I mean in a in a Cohesively? Not short in a um, sufficiently short time. Uh-huh. I mean
0: I see. So they take too long. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, <laughs> uh, Gabi, uh, moving on, I would like to ask you what do you think about being fluent overnight? So, how does um, why this is so attractive?
2: Uh-huh. Th-
0: this promise is so attractive. And why? it doesn't work and it never <laughs> will work can you explain for us
1: yes of course uh, probably you have already um you have already run into some advertisements online english schools are trying to sell that or english teachers can try to sell that i don't think they will try to sell you that because i i respect so much the work of english teachers but i guess uh schools Especially schools, they have this commercial side, a lot um, invasive. So they they will make you promises, like like that bad date, yeah, bad date. You know someone, uh, you 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 decided to go out to hang out to go on a date with someone for the first time, and the person starts promising you lots of things lots of lots of things and creating expectations Mm -hmm. but words and
0: ends promising words and ends Uh yeah
1: but it's all vain all shallow It, it will never be accomplished and these are false promises i mean you should you should be aware that no one i mean no one, with no exception, can uh, become fluent in English from zero,
0: or any language, for all that matters. Yes. Or
1: any language, exactly. Yeah, or
0: any skill.
1: Any skill. You cannot learn to play the violin or or the ukulele in two weeks. You you can learn to play a song and that's what the, the 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 these people are promising you yes they they have you this oh it's so attractive because everyone wants to learn fast everyone wants to quickly become fluent because they have an objective to live abroad because they they want to travel or because because they find this is the time of their lives and they should dedicate time to that but i mean besides uh, despite being appealing, attractive, it's a lot dangerous to believe that, because first, you will get frustrated, you will get frustrated, you will end up learning to repeat, maybe, you will learn how to... you have the illusion that you are speaking, but you are just repeating,
2: Uh ready-made
1: sentences, sentences. ready-made sentences, like, how are you? I'm fine, thanks, and you? very mechanically you are not going to be able to create express your mind i mean speak your mind uh this is not possible to to be accomplished in two weeks it's a. Uh, I mean it's ridiculously absurd and and and, and false
0: mm-hmm. so and dangerous <laughs> uh, uh-huh. so this is attractive because it talks with uh, the psychological characteristics that we want things fast in an easy way. Yeah, yeah. always. It, it's uh, like
1: you are a girl and your dream is to get married. And there comes a a, a man who is just interested. Uh, this could be the other way, OK? It can be a man who always wants to get married. <laughs> now we are being politically correct. Uh, a man who always wanted to have to have kids and get married. This is his dream. And then there comes a very powerful woman. She says, I will give you the world. I will take you to the moon and back. We will get married. We will have many children and you can come with me and live in a castle. She looks like a princess, you know? It's the, 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 the woman of your dreams. But in reality, you discover after two weeks, she was none of that. It was just a facade, just a lie. And, and that's frustrating.
0: Hmm. Okay, so uh, <laughs> that's why this is appealing, um, and that's why so many people fall for it, because it is attractive, we, we want things that come in an easy manner, but we see that that's yeah. not cognitively possible. So, no. w- what is cognitively possible? Uh, how can we escape from this rabbit hole, and how can we, in fact, achieve the fluency?
1: All right, let's get to it. Well, first, what is your level of English? Do you know what your level is? Because that will influence a lot on your plans. If you're planning to get fluent in a specific time, you you want to determine the time to get there, to to become fluent, you need to first discover what your English level is, what is your, your level. And for this, we have linked in the description of this video. You can go there later. (laughs) Don't go now. Go later. Uh, You can click in the link to understand the different levels uh, according to the CEFR, the Common European Framework of Reference in English, which is understood all over the world uh, as a way to evaluate, to, to, to to, to tell your level, for example, A1, A2, B1, B2, C1, C2.
0: Mm-hmm. And what are fundamentally the differences between these levels?
1: I'm afraid we, will, we won't have time to cover that. There is another link as well here that explains the levels, what they mean. But basically, uh, if I can give you a short description the the zero is zero right okay. you, can, you you can say you have nothing of english then a1 is a beginner level a2 is an elementary level b1 intermediate b2 upper intermediate you are almost an advanced level c1 is advanced and c2 is proficient Right. So, if if you're not sure yet what your level of English is, I highly recommend Mm -hmm. you to enter this link and take the test.
0: Exactly. So, um, there is this aspect that um, there are six subdivisions, yes, but there are three big divisions, A, B, and C. A, B, and C. Yeah. Uh, And each one is divided in two subcategories. Yes. A1, A2, B1, B2... C1, C2, C2 is the the highest level. Uh, and fundamentally, true the people will do the the proficiency test, so they will be more. Uh, they will take the test there on the on the description. But as a brief explanation, people that are um, on either A1 or A2, they are in the level A. This is the entry level. This is the beginner level that the person takes. Uh, too long, It takes a considerable time to formulate a sentence, the person has a very limited range of vocabulary and structures to use, the person um, perhaps knows uh, how to talk about routine, how to talk about the future, how to talk about the past, but is very limited to the, um, the number of structures that the person uses Mistakes are frequent and repetitive, but once we start getting to the B levels, B levels, um, they represent that you are already, um, the language is taking shape in your mind, so you know, you you are, you have a a considerable repertoire, Mm -hmm. perhaps you cannot explain everything uh, as you would like, you still but you feel. Can
1: find ways.
0: Exactly. You find ways to uh, explain that. You will commit uh, grammar mistakes. The person also, from time to time, brings the intermittent. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, so the person is thinking, it's judging. The person is, um, is still dependent on the native language. Yes. yes. The person still depends on the native language. Okay, so. I would like to say this in my native language, so how can I transform this to English? And the C-levels, it is the moment that you become fully independent, you understand the language, the inner workings of English, you understand uh, the different structures, not only you understand them, but you can use them appropriately and accurately the c1 c2 levels they are advanced speakers yes people that get to this level they can use different types of pasts they can use different types of future they can use different types of present their vocabulary is vast they can read books they can comprehend um Basically, any material that comes from the language. They have become fluent. Exactly, that would be. Um, they have become fluent, and we see, guys, that there is also a, a significant correlation of abandoning, the necessity of the mother language, and becoming fluent. So, um, it will be, uh, fundamentally, uh, it will be unlikely that you will become fluent while you are too dependent on your native language
1: yeah you cannot make an omelet and keep the eggs intact is, you, is that how I, I, I i'm not good with this
0: yeah the, this example is like you need to break some eggs to make a omelette. It's very machiavellian
2: yeah
0: yeah so, it, it means that it the, the the means the, the means justify the end
1: but I mean, you you cannot you cannot uh, have the cake and eat it.
0: Exactly, yeah.
1: You understand, guys. <laughs> so let go of your mother language. I know it's hard. It's your mother language. I mean, you have emotion. You are emotionally connected mm-hmm. to your mother mm-hmm. language, but but emancipate from it.
0: Exactly, uh, become independent, autonomous. Yeah. All right and then gabi I would like to to ask you then um it is important that the person understands uh his or her current level
1: yes but... and
0: what else should the person take into consideration
1: you should take into consideration the level of English you want to achieve yes because your objectives with the language if you if you needed to work if you needed to to any kind of situation or it's just for a trip next month just for a weekend in i don't know in
0: somewhere in london, london. over yeah, the rainbow
1: yeah you were going to london and you're going to stay there for two weeks uh, and this is going to happen next month i mean trace trace your objectives trace your the level you want to achieve and take into consideration how much time you have until until you um, until you need to be in that level until you Mm -hmm. need to achieve that level you have to take into consideration also the languages you already speak because you will suffer influence of those languages Mm -hmm. i mean sometimes english is your second but not always um most of our alpinists the english alpinists uh, in our academy have portuguese brazilian portuguese as their mother language but some have for example spanish as their mother language portuguese is their second and english will be the third language so uh this is this is important to consider the languages you already speak
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, De- depending on how different it is from english for example if your native language is chinese or um i don't know russian
2: mm-hmm.
1: it can be harder it mm-hmm. can it can take a little bit longer um you can you need to also consider finding ways to be immersed in the language, because the more immersed you are, the faster the process is. And and you don't have to go abroad to do that. You can pretend you are living in English. I mean, some of our openists are already doing that. I did that. I believe you did that too, because you worked in a school where everybody used to speak only in English. So, your day, your daily life required you to communicate in English. Uh, Our our alpinists are doing that. They are taking taking a shower or... Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) There is a cat there. And it's not Hamlet today.
1: I think uh, think my cell phone just died. Uh, I'm using it as a camera. Uh, I'll be... I'll be reconnecting in a in a while, but I I would like to to state that you can immerse yourself in the language. Not not necessarily traveling to a place where everyone speaks in English. You you can uh, create your own immersion. I mean, uh-huh. you can live the language, and this is a lot efficient. This means how this, this is related to how much you will practice, right? Uh Talking to yourself, listening to podcasts, uh, all the time being in contact with the language, this is so significant. Mm -hmm. And this Mm -hmm. gives you motivation and self-discipline, which is another, which are two other very important aspects of becoming fluent to, 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 to help you become fluent faster. So it depends a lot on how much you practice mm mm-hmm. and and how in how efficient how efficiently you study
0: okay, but can we have a uh because so far we've taken into consideration some variables, but can we be more objective about that? Is it possible to have a a more objective measurement because uh, clearly we need to take into consideration some aspects such as where you are, where you want to be, and how you will go about getting there. But do we have a notion of how much that uh, how much it will be necessary to achieve a considerable level?
1: Yes, yes. We we and
0: can talk... and where are you, Gabi? Will you return?
1: Yeah, I will return. It's just that um I forgot to Connect my my phone to the. Uh, I mean, it it should be charging, but it wasn't. So I'm I'm just uh. I'm just reconnecting in a second.
0: That's that's all right. That's, uh, who knows? Does live. <laughs> <laughs> that's what Fausto Silva would say. Yeah, yeah, the uh, iconic figure. Here I am. back okay
1: uh well so we can talk numbers i'm sorry let me just okay so we can talk numbers right uh if you are studying by yourself or if you are studying in a traditional english school numbers will be bigger (laughs) i mean in your pocket and in the calendar they will be bigger (laughs) okay um because in this scenario, if you are learning in, in a traditional methodology, which is sometimes audiolingual uh grammar translation method, you you will go from zero to a one in, in it will take you 70 hours. 70. From A1 to A2, 150 more hours. A2 to B1. 300 more hours. It's a lot. I mean, B1 to B2, 200 more hours, B2 to C1, 200 more, and C1 to C2, 200 more. So if, you, if you're if currently a beginner student and you want to reach B2 level, let's say you are A1, yeah, and you want to reach B2 level, that's 70 plus 150 plus 300 plus 200, which totalizes... Seven hundred twenty hours of instruction well, if you divide that by the number of days, it will take you uh for example if you study one hour a week only and you don't you don't study the rest of the 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 life where you just study one hour a week it would take you fourteen years. <laughs> <laughs> to go from A1 to B2 in a traditional English school, with a with a traditional method. However, and this is the good part, however, if you are an English Alpinist, or if you want to become an English Alpinist, and I'm talking to you, not to Matheus, um, studying three hours by yourself using our platform every week three hours studying by yourself Mm -hmm. using the 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 material we have in the platform the online platform plus two hours with online lessons individual lesson group lessons a total of five hours every week
0: Mm -hmm. or the person could even study uh 7 hours a week 7 hours a week which would be every day yeah exactly 1 hour every day plus the classes yeah, this this is what the, the alpinists...
1: Mathematics harder.
0: <laughs> alpinists this is what you should do actually yeah
1: every day <laughs> 1 hour come on
0: besides the classes
1: besides the classes so you you can you can do the mathematics uh using 7 but let's consider on the weekend you you want to be free you don't want to study you want to study five hours a week
0: considering the classes
1: considering the classes three more okay it's not so much you could dedicate a lot more if you wanted and if you have the the time uh, but let's take five five hours a week uh, in our academy we we make really uh uh a, a big optimization of the the practice, yeah, of the contact you have with English, because the contents are strategically distributed there in a sequence, in a didactic sequence that will um, guarantee you to study less but more efficiently. So that would take an average sixty hours to take you from zero to be Approxima- approximately. one
2: approximately
1: 12 weeks uh-huh. to achieve an intermediate level okay mm-hmm. you can be you can become feeling that you are becoming fluent when you reach this intermediate level you begin to feel that it's happening but from b1 to c1 which is uh, advanced level yeah uh that's 120 hours more so assuming you don't have classes on the weekends but you study five hours a week one hour a day for five days a week as we recommended in the last episode of this series that that's about nine months For you to get from zero to C1. Yes, we are talking. (laughs) Now we are talking. I mean, it will not take you 14 years to learn a language. Or five
0: or four. It depends very much on the student.
1: It depends so much on you, on how committed you are. But if you study, for example, every single day for approximately one hour every day, Zero to fluency in less than one year. This is what we are expecting.
0: Exact, which is which is very fast, but it's not overnight. It's not. And Gabi, final considerations.
1: Final considerations. Start now. <laughs> you speak now. This is the name of our academy because we we understand that for you to Reach that objective of becoming fluent in English, you need to start. You need to take the first step into this adventure, and, and the, the the sooner you begin,
0: the better it will be. There. Yeah, the
1: sooner, <laughs> the you, sooner, you, sooner get there.
2: you get there.
1: Uh, and this is not something easy. I mean, to accomplish that in a record time, one year is a record time to go from zero to fluent. Uh, What we are doing here, and I would like to say congratulations English alpinists who are with us, because what you are doing is not easy. It's not something so easy. I mean, we have this analogy that learning English in our academy is just like climbing mountains, because it's not something you do Uh, light-heartedly, you have have to really put effort on that and commit to that, otherwise you'll be uh, stopped in the middle of the way or or you won't even start. But uh, we are encouraging you to start because that's the only way you can achieve that And, and prepare for a long journey, prepare for a gradual process of becoming fluent this is not overnight now there are some signs during this process during this journey that some of our Alpinists will be already experiencing by now and if you're not experiencing this yet if you take effort and continue dedicating to to become fluent someday you will start uh, experiencing these things, uh, and now I would like to go back to you, Matheus, What were the moments that you 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 remember that were remarkable to you in in your process of becoming fluent? What were the the things you achieved? You 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 you
0: conquered. Okay, so due to time restrictions, I will be really really brief. Yeah. Okay. Can I? Yes. Yeah. So, um, I would say that when I saw that the ideas were coming uh, to my head more easily, yes, yeah, that I didn't even perceive that I was like really uh, focusing and trying to get the word, but it just appeared. So, I saw that the activity became more and more cognitively automatized. Uh, when I dreamed in English, that was something cool um when i identified that the focus of what i was saying was not um the words that i w- w- that i would use or the structures that i would use but the idea that i wanted to say in as close as i could get to the idea that i wanted to to describe um that I could also um, identify, uh, that I could also create and speak the language my way, not mm-hmm. fundamentally, uh, not as a, a book or not as a script, but using uh, words, sentences and expressions that they were dear to me, that I found them Interesting. So, in a way, I found myself in the language. When, when once I found myself in the language, I uh, identified that, man, I'm fluent.
1: <laughs> but this happened over time, right? It, it didn't
0: completely. As, as we were saying, it yeah. demands time. It demands effort. It demands going after it, as anything in life. Anything that we. Um, if we think about to go to a university to become a professional in one area, we need mm-hmm. to we need hours exposed to that. When you are a, a pilot of a plane, you need flight hours so that you yeah. can get to the next levels. It's the same mm-hmm. thing with English. Imagine that to get fluent, uh, fluent you need flight hours. You need yeah. to be there piloting the plane of your linguistic development
1: climbing up the mountain
0: exactly
1: yeah okay i I believe i believe you touched all the the signs dreaming in english let's see what else uh when, when you laugh spontaneously at what people said something that was uh not a joke that you remember and tell and find funny no you laugh when everybody's laughing when you can eavesdrop conversations that are next to you for example people are talking on the bus in english and you can understand
0: <laughs> what yeah. i must say is not such, something really cool but okay sometimes
1: sometimes you should not be listening yeah,
0: to what yeah, they're
1: saying because they're powers
0: a... come great responsibilities
1: yes i mean but but you will understand what is being said you you will uh you can you feel that you can be yourself if you are talkative you are talkative in english if you are uh playful you can be playful in english if you are shy you can be shy in english and don't appear as rude for example
0: exactly or... exactly Gabi. we need to wrap up final okay. commentary um i
1: mean i mean don't forget to take uh, the test. Discover what your level of English is. If you were interested in becoming fluent this year or in less than one year, uh, please come and talk to us. We have, uh, we will have the great pleasure of talking to you and explaining how the, the English course in the academy works. Just make sure to subscribe to the channel. Give this video a thumbs up so that YouTube can uh, redirected for more people and um and follow us on instagram this is academy.speaknow and the link for contacting us on whatsapp you can contact us on a direct messages too but the contact the link for our whatsapp contact is in our bio you can click the link in bio and i believe we have come to the end of this beautiful series of lives i enjoyed so much uh, Me too. Yeah, it was, it was
0: a pleasure. It has been a pleasure to have these episodes uh, that we demystified many preconceptions and mistaken uh, ideas, myths in English language. Gabi, and thank you. This
1: was gold. This was gold. Exactly. We told you what no one tells you about learning English.
0: Thank you, Gabi, for the conversations, <laughs> for the debates, guys. We hope that. This content has been useful on your journey to become